0: and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, November 13th, thousand twelve. Did you hear how cool that sounded? It was all like, Matt Lee. This is episode 60 of Attack of the Androids. My name is Matt Lee. <laughs> Join me tonight. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of cool people come talk about Android. Attackoftheandroids.com slash live. We got Ant Pruitt. What's up, Ant?
2: What's going on, gentlemen?
1: We got me. What's up, me? What's going on, guys? We got Joey Kelly. What's up, Joey?
0: Rocking it out in the Attack of the Android shirt. How, yes, how did you night. get
1: one of those made? That's so awesome.
0: I didn't. I posted the link to the Attack of the Androids team. Yeah, and I know. no one apparently. Yeah, I know. you know, posted we, up on it.
1: Yeah, we but, saw. But uh,
0: yeah, now this is a design from Fury.com Once a day, ten bucks a shirt. And uh sometimes they have shirts of awesomeness. Good stuff one of those days. Alright. And we also got Shane Brady. What's up, Shane?
3: Hey guys, not too much. I don't have a fancy shirt to show off today. It's okay.
1: <laughs>
0: we forgive you.
1: Maybe maybe next time, but maybe next time. Uh, like he's, I said at the start the of the show of the group. Uh join us at dot slash live there's a chat room there. You can hang out. See? I'm there. I said hi. All right. Uh and you can leave us messages at 406-204-4687 if your phone is having problems Ant will fix it for you. Speaking of that having you no, know. speaking of having problems cuz you're tech support. <laughs> speaking of having problems, Google had some problems of their own, did they not? Did they is this underestimating or is this like you want it to sell out so that you can be all like, yeah, it's sold out, no big deal. Um, those that tried to order what was it the Nexus 10 and the Nexus
3: 4
2: I heard don't think Google's ever had a Nexus,
1: Nexus 4 what's that Shane?
3: I, was gonna say, I don't think Google ever had a Nexus phone actually take off like this
1: this is like the this is the OS finally coming of age the the hardware finally being able to handle the software and everything just being almost perfect and so everybody wants one plus I mean look at it it's kind of cool like the big one and then medium size one and the little one.
3: Yeah. Anthony, you were saying something.
2: I, I thought it was more geared towards the, the Nexus four that was given all the run. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with the, the 10 um, what kind of traffic it got and, and if it's going to get any more run because it seems like some people just got used to that seven inch form factor and, you know, and then that price point is just so, so nice too. You know what I mean?
3: I thought the, ten, the Nexus 10 also sold out. It did? Yeah, it
1: says here off of Android Authority that internationally, the Nexus 4 and the 10 are sold out in all the markets they deba- bleh, 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 debuted in. <laughs> Debutted. Uh, not only did they sell out, they were gone within just a few short hours after going on sale. Uh, And in the U.S. market, they say the Nexus 4 was online for about a half hour before the stock for the 8 gig and the 16 gig uh, versions dried up. The 10, 32 gig model also sold out about an hour after the 4 sold out.
2: Let me ask you guys something. This thing went on sale at, at, at midnight, theoretically, right? And... Is that midnight Eastern Time? Is that midnight West Coast Time? You know, I would it imagine is... it's where the server's at. Is it not? Is that how? I, actually, or is it
1: California? I, th- I mean, it's it's Mountain View time.
3: I thought in the U.S. it was like mid morning.
1: Yeah, I honestly have no idea. Well,
0: even with that, I, I bet you know... it's some time based on Pacific uh, in yeah, the I in North America and some other time elsewhere. I just wondered, you know, what about the people
2: in different time zones? How do they get a jump on it and whatnot? Do they have to set up some type of little proxy to be able to get to it and and, and get it at...
1: Yeah, that's... Is it... So possible? Does, does this work the same way, like, when, when the Apple stores have their their thing, like, everybody goes actually there to wait in line? Like, were there people... Forming a a virtual line via hitting refresh on their browsers over and over again, kind of like making everyone because everyone's doing it, you know, it's like like a line of, of well, sorts.
2: that was that was the feel that I got just looking at Google Plus yesterday. Like you guys
1: um, just DDoS the Play Store, the playground
2: totally closed. <laughs> yeah, just done down. It's <laughs> oh, terrible.
3: I'm I'm really surprised that that not only did the force allow. But the 32 gig version of the Nexus 10 sold out in the U.S. Um, But
1: what are the numbers causing the sellout? Because they could have made like 10 of them and like they sold out. But I mean, like how are we talking millions? Are we talking hundreds of thousands? No, they would
2: have made 11. 11. Too too normal. They would have done 11. Because Larry wanted one, you know. (laughs)
3: Right. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll fi- I guess we'll find out unless they, they didn't release numbers. Well, and this says
1: here that uh, it seems that having such short stock was only part of the problem. The Google Play Store checkout system was also experiencing some pretty big issues. Uh, according to reports across the net, many potential Nexus customers tried in vain to get the site to let them order their devices, even before the Nexus 4 and the Nexus 10 were listed as sold out. Likely due to extreme server overload, many customers were greeted with errors, saying their payment method it couldn't be charged, and other similar issues.
0: The, the thing that this reminds me of is when the touchpads went on clearance. Yeah, right? The hundred, oh, it was yeah, like Woot was off high. times 10. <laughs> and, and I know, because I tried to order four of them, and... The, the the vendor that I I think we talked about this at the time the vendor that I usually go through for a lot of my stuff went through something like 10,000 of them in like an hour or something oh,
2: man.
0: they blew out their entire stock in, in like two hours
1: yes it is Ants <laughs> <laughs> by process of elimination, Joey, you may
0: unmute yourself. By it's process- nice to know that I'm the one that gets hit first with the mute, but...
1: You were yeah. just where my arrow happened to be, and it was like well, a reaction. Like, like it's a always poised by, to mute, you know, Joey. It's
0: to get shut up, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just repress the white man. Yeah. This
1: is awesome. <laughs> this is why television has a seven-second delay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I like the comments on the Android Authority uh, piece about this, where people are saying, I got one, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was
3: able to get the 32-gig Nexus 7 with uh, with HSPA Plus with no problem.
1: Well, that's cool. All right, um, do you want to talk about, I guess while we're talking about devices and stuff, did you see the, the pictures of the Droid DNA, which is an HTC device apparently with a crazy HD screen? uh that'll be on Verizon the name i mean are you down with the droid dna
2: like do you want I'm <laughs> to... not the only person that didn't really care about this because it said HTC on it uh I no i th- i think i you think a like...
3: 1920 by 20- 1080p uh, phone is interesting and you
1: didn't like the 1x our our yats cohort mike Rothman, really enjoys his 1x
2: yeah i, I... Yes, true. Sure. I, I did like the AT and T and the T Mobile one. Um, but I don't know, just something just caught me off guard with it today and, and or was it yesterday when it was released or announced? And I was like, huh, I'd rather see something more on the Nexus line, you know. And the whole LG Nexus just well, yeah, and that's about it for me. That's
1: kind of like our niche. And I guess Mike is definitely not a Nexus guy. He would want you know, like like the One X or something, because you don't got to yeah. mess with it. You know, you don't. Who
0: cares?
2: All right, something a little more um, it controlled just works. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But
0: well, you know, he could get an awful lot of control out of an Apple product. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, that. this is true. We what told- are some of the specs on the DNA? Like I said, it just it just didn't pique my interest. You know, I saw it and I was like, huh, that's an interesting name. Yeah, it's Next. really it
1: looks like they're leaning heavy on like look at the screen. I mean, why why is there all the I don't understand like all of the the buzz at trying to like get the screens I I don't know. It seems like they're good. I mean it it doesn't make sense to me that that's where all the innovation is or that's what they're pushing as Look at this awesome feature! It has a screen that will blind your eyeballs out, or something. You know, it just seems pointless.
2: I agree with you, considering it's you know four inches, maybe five inches at the most. It's you can squeeze all the pixels in there if you want. You're screwing
1: up again. He's Cyloning.
2: I'm, I'm just unplug your
1: cord and plug it back in. Uh they say that this has it's basically like the HTC J butterfly whatever that was unveiled in Japan a few weeks ago. Uh it's put in the massive category because it is large 5 inch 1080p super lcd 3 with 440 ppi. Does that mean anything to anybody? It's a lot of pixels. Uh, it, yeah, it's insane. 440, right? What's what's the G-Nex like 2 80, no it's in the 300 is it up in the 300
3: oh. yeah. I think it's a good looking I think it's a decent looking phone I think it's not quite as boring as some of the other phones uh, I don't know I, I, I mean, it has a nice looking bag it's got a nice color on the side
1: yeah they say it doesn't feel much larger than a one x and it's really light uh, 142 grams so it's got the the Qualcomm Snapdragon S4 Pro quad core at one five, uh, with two gigs of RAM, and four one Sense four plus.
3: I if, think I think the manufacturers must be finding a there's just a desire for phones that are four and a half to five and a half for people who who maybe don't use it as a phone that much but want a nice personal well, uh, device to watch movies and games.
1: Yeah, and at that point though, do you throw it a stylus, like the the pen? Do you do do you go like note note two and give it a stylus if you want it, or do you do you just say hold it with one hand and draw on it like this?
3: I feel sure that's generational. Maybe younger people don't want the S pen, but older people might want it. And it depends
1: I, I what your what your use case is too. I can see it being really yeah. handy if you're in a, a situation where you're constantly having to jot things down, like doctors or or whatever, lawyers and whatnot. <laughs>
3: But do you guys have the same phenomenon where you have this great phone that can do all sorts of actual phone stuff, but you never use it for a phone?
1: Uh, Yeah. I hate so, when people call. Don't call.
3: Yeah, so maybe you would look ridiculous holding a six-inch phone to your face. Or Could something you like imagine
1: that. just, like, absorbing the radiation, <laughs> trying to break bonds? <laughs> I mean, is this all that ridiculous? For a few times here and there. Uh, Ant's over there <laughs> breaking bad on his computer. It's okay, bud. Do you want me to Skype you? Do you need my assistance?
3: Actually, no. Call him on the phone.
0: Who's IT for the IT? Hmm? All right. We're a self-policing IT buddy. Uh, <laughs> if it's that bad, Ant, even if it wasn't working, you can always go back to Linux and try it. Use your fu- or you could
3: use your phone.
1: Yeah, hang out on the Nexus 7. You got a 7. What are you doing? Why are you even using a computer? Don't you know we're in the post-PC era? Pfft, because of the times.
3: It, it actually works yeah. pretty good.
1: Uh, Sorry, Ant. All right. Uh, you guys, uh, That's hurry up and get your stuff figured out, because I want to talk to you about this YouTube update that gets your uh, stuff on the Google TV, because you're the only one that has a Google TV. Do you have a Google TV, Shane? I forget. Yeah, dude. Actually, I was oh. I was
3: playing with that today.
1: Oh well, never mind. See, we don't even need you now, Aunt Shane. Would you like
3: to tell us about this YouTube update? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know actually when it happened, <laughs> um, and I I'm still kind of trying to figure out uh, what all, what all it can do. But basically, um, you can pair your uh, mobile device with your TV and then control all the YouTube playing with your device. That's Um, cool. Yeah, so for those of us who have a Google TV and suffer through the terrible remote and and all that stuff, it makes a really good YouTube remote. And since YouTube is focusing so much on content, it's it's getting better. It's not all cat and... um, you know, all we all just cat videos. and
1: actually, since you mentioned content, just the other day, I think it was yesterday, or the day before, I saw this random invite to the uh, Google Science Fair with Vint Cerf talking about just whatever. I, I I don't even remember what he was talking about, but I was like, whoa! And you could just like watch it live right there. It was it was really neat, and I, I posted Dude. it, and Ant was like, whoa, check this out! Now I have something to watch. It
3: was, it Actually, was I'm cool. curious if you could do that, if you could play Hangouts on the TV. here Actually, we
1: out. tested that, and you can. You can go into... You have to be on the YouTube page of the video, of the live stream or whatever, and then you hit Share, that drops down, you hit Hangout, and that fires up a Hangout that is playing the live Hangout inside your Hangout. And then it has the push to talk. So when you push it, it lowers the volume of, of the the live hangout you're watching we did it with the science fair thing it was pretty neat
3: yeah i haven't haven't tried watching uh a hangout
1: within a hangout whoa so does this do anything else that's oh well let's just crash the hangout all right i'm amazed this stuff even works (laughs) like as much as it does work i'll just say that thank you google so what was I saying? Oh, what else does this update do? Well,
3: uh, that's that's the only thing I've gotten into it so far. To be honest, it
1: says it essentially uh, right, like you said, turns phone into a tab or a tablet into the remote. Which does that seem like kind of a like duh? Why didn't it do that from the start? Type of thing, or
3: you know, the frustra- I mean, it uh, the frustrating thing about Google TV is it's only like a few weeks ago that you could actually. Actually, for to me, it was only to yesterday that I could actually rent movies through Google Play on uh-huh. the google t v
1: and this says and I, uh two years ago that YouTube launched its remote app for Android. but that was that was the the YouTube lean back and it let your phone basically control that uh, yeah they, that was they, a little
3: that was a little different this is actually it, you can right. actually stream content to it I guess right um but today was the first day I really got to play around with it, and it's uh it's pretty cool. I think YouTube is becoming. I don't say it's never going to replace Netflix or anything like that, um, but I think there's more and more content on there than. than what than if? Consumed.
1: What if Google sold YouTube to Netflix or vice versa? What if Google just bought Netflix?
3: Well, that'd be awesome for Google Play,
1: right? <laughs> Could you imagine just merging your eight dollar a month sub into that and just being happy? That would be awesome if I could watch... I mean, I you can basically do that with the Netflix app. You can watch that stuff wherever, but it'd be cool if it was, I don't know, powered by Google, I guess. Ant, how you doing?
2: Is the right mic on? Sure.
1: Yeah. Tell tell me... I don't even care. Ant, tell me... Do you? Uh, did you see this YouTube update for connecting the Android to the uh, Google TV? Did
2: you mess with that at all? I saw it, but I didn't get a chance to mess with it. Um... But right now, whenever I see something like that, uh, um, that's online that I want to look at on my TV, I pull it up on my phone and the Google TV remote, the standard Google TV remote app, it allows you to fling stuff over to your, to your television if it's already on YouTube. So it's sort of similar to what I've already been doing um, as long as I'm on the same network with that. Uh, Google TV remote. That's how I enjoyed the uh, Red Bull jump thing. The
1: Strauss jump, right. And he was asking yeah. about <clears throat> what we tested out yesterday with the Google Science Fair thing, about streaming a Hangout inside of a Hangout and all that stuff. Oh,
3: yeah. And that
1: that all worked pretty well. It was kind of cool.
2: Are you still using the Logitech review unit? it? Yes, I am. I haven't um, decided on the next one that I'd like to get, because I'd like to get one for my bedroom. Um... And I'm thinking about the Vizio CoStar.
3: Yeah, it's what I have.
2: Is how do you how do you feel about that one? I mean, has it had any up, update since the summertime?
3: Uh, actually, had an update yesterday. Um, it's actually actually this thing you're gonna laugh. I found that one of the biggest problems I was having with it was the batteries in the remote were dying, so the remote <laughs> was really flaky. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I, I actually, the YouTube app works really well. I can get my podcast app on there. Beyond Pod working really well. Netflix works really well. Um, but there's a lot of th- there, there's a lot of th- things that are missing. There's no Spotify app. Um, there's no uh, RDO. There's a Rhapsody app, which is like Spotify, except for yeah. some reason in mine. It only plays the first minute and 57 seconds of any song and stops. Ooh. But Google, so all the that's Google stuff works.
1: That's a pretty amazing feature.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't figure out why. Um, but the Google apps all work really well. It's nice to have Chrome. The One disappointment is, is that Amazon hasn't gotten off their ass and made a proper in, uh, instant video for Google TV. So yeah. it, uses, it uses Flash. And it's, it, you know,
2: it's okay. Um, I'm still not digging the Chrome browser on my machine, but again, the Logitech review just doesn't have the horsepower that the CoStar and, and the Sony devices have.
3: Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty old one, also uh, as well. So I, I can tell you that if you use Google Music, if you use Google Play a lot, um, and you know a lot of Netflix. It's 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 pretty good. There's a lot of par- Google Play has gotten a lot better. They just added a bunch of more movies. Google Music just added Warner Brothers, um, and so you can buy music through that. So it makes a really good you know radio personal stereo.
2: Yeah, I enjoy my music on it through um, Google Play, and then of course the whole JamCast server that I have over here to play Spotify from the server over to the to the TV.
0: Yeah, I. Um... Well, I've been picking up a lot of the free songs of the day off of uh, Google Play, and yeah. I've definitely been enjoying some of the album deals and whatnot they've been running. Yep. Um, I've picked up a lot of stuff that, you know, I, I, I'm one of these guys where I'll, I'll pick up, you know, one or two songs from an artist and be like, oh, yeah, they're cool. But then when you start buying whole albums, you start getting a different appreciation for them.
2: Yeah. I've spent way too much money on music. I'm surprised. <laughs>
3: I went years without spending a dime on music, and now I'm uh, now that it's so convenient between Amazon because sometimes you can't buy it on Google yeah. and in uh, Google Play. That I've uh, I bought three albums, about two albums today. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the type of thing that I'll do. Two maybe one, one out of curiosity. Uh, Soundgarden's new album, uh, King Animal, and uh, the Walking. I, to no, <laughs> I totally thought that, too. <laughs> Walking Dead. I do like that. Sh- I mean, I, I used to like that. Show, Speaking
1: but. of zombies, just real quick, if you're using Beyond Pod and you want a new show to listen to, check out Big Picture Science. Check out the latest episode. It was all about zombies and, and, and whatnot, and it was really interesting. Uh
3: so stuff. Walking Papers, that's what it is. Ah-huh. That's a Seattle grunge supergroup. If you're into that, grunge
0: really? You, (laughs) Uh,
1: the Kurt Cobain of this podcast? I did not like Kurt Cobain. All right. Uh, Hey, you guys are explain where the hairstyle comes from. No, it's because he's vegan, dude. Leave him alone. Uh, You guys, I it's because he's vegan, dude. Leave him alone. You guys saw this. (laughs) the, the peak at the Ubuntu for Android. Have you guys been following this at all? I know a couple of you are Ubuntu fans. No, it's cool, Hangouts. Just completely crash again. No, it's totally fine. I hey,
2: hold on. Just hold,
1: yeah, hold on. Start over. <laughs> I was just yelling at my Hangout here.
2: I, I personally don't see the need for it just yet. Um... I was watching XDA developer TV last night and the, and the host on there talked about it a little bit and he brought up a point of the unity interface inside of Ubuntu trying to imagine that on a seven inch device. And it's, it just doesn't seem it would be uh be intuitive enough, you know, and a little kludgy. I, I just, I just don't see the point of it just yet.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. You want
2: to run Android apps on a desktop and all of that, but, what Android apps do I want to run on my rig right here? I, I I can't think of anything off the top of my head, you know?
0: Personally, I would absolutely love to use uh, uh, Angry Birds with a mouse. So well, could... hold on, though. You what got was that in a Chrome the store, Chrome, though. Man. What was that, what was that uh, beta a while ago
1: that we always talked about? Blue something that was like... Blue Stacks. Yeah, isn't that? Can't you do that? Blue Stacks. Can't you do that? Isn't that basically the same thing it's an emulator yeah but desktop. that's
0: kind of like running meme well like, right you know,
1: you're not running it natively i get that but maybe right. maybe it's not really designed well to run natively i i don't know Do, is it kind of glitchy is it like windows phone 8 <laughs>
2: it, oh yeah i went there anytime, what's
0: up <laughs> uh, anytime you're running software through an adapter like that um to and then running it on another operating system you almost always have trouble about the only situation i've ever seen that run perfectly in was like vmware or virtualbox where you're yeah. but you're but you're running a pcos within a pcos you're not changing the architecture yeah, but even yeah. that
3: took years and years to get to where it is now
0: yeah and if if virtualbox came out with a with an open source implementation of say oh i don't know uh ice cream sandwich on uh on the PC platform, I'd be all over it, but I just don't think that the um the, that the differences in the processor architecture and such can be overcome in an emulator effectively. I mean, maybe they can, maybe they can't, but I haven't seen it yet.
3: Well, Andrew has port it to Intel, right?
0: Yeah, but that's a port; that's not an emulation. I no, just so want to know mean,
2: the use case. You know, what's the use case for I this?
3: He, I, here's what I think. I think Mark Shuttleworth is is uh, the head of Ubuntu. It's just trying to. This is just for a headline. He right? said. Because,
1: I mean, in the article, he said the desktop is the killer app for quad core phones in 2012. Yeah. And like, well, it's it's November,
0: okay, of 2012. Were, we're, out. we're running <laughs> oh, hold out on, of 2012. Well, flag in the play. Please. Quick, Joey rant. Why is it that every single one of these manufacturers—Apple, Microsoft, Android? Even the Ubuntu, like with Unity, for instance, they and, and even K, the KDE environment, K desktop environment, they all want to have their OS or their interface on every single type of device. It makes no sense to me because the use case for a desktop is completely different from a use case for a phone, and it's only similar to... To the, to that on a tablet, but isn't but that what no, app
1: isn't that what Apple's basically doing with with the and iOS it, and the I mean
0: it's exactly getting there, that's right? what I'm getting at is why but but what I don't understand is why you're making one interface that runs on all platforms because all that means is that you've got a bunch of compromises that you have to make on every single platform you're running on versus having one or two operating systems that are custom tailored specifically to run on a piece of or a Platform that run way better, but you have to have two different operating systems. You know why, though? Life.
1: You know why? One word: idiocracy. Moving on.
3: I, yes. I think Apple and Google are doing that. OS ten isn't like iOS.
0: No, but look at Windows eight and Windows, Chrome is, is the,
3: one. But that's the only example, and that's because they're desperate.
0: No, 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 no. KDE, no. K Desktop environment. They're running. Uh, they've got their new interface out that you can run KDE on a tablet.
2: You know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty certain with uh, the Mountain Lion interface, um, Apple's big push was to try to get it to work better and more seamlessly with the iOS. They changed several of the apps, and I remember a lot of rants in the, on the on the web about people saying, you know, what? Why why can't I have this? Was it notes and all that other stuff? back? and and it was all because they're trying to push it all to be one unified interface and i don't have a problem with the unified interface but make it to where all of the the use cases work you know
0: yeah well See, that's that's the problem with, that's what i'm getting at is that if i have a mouse and a keyboard in front of me uh why do i need a touch interface on the same machine although or why more accurately do i need an interface that is designed to be used with a touch interface a touch environment when i have a mouse it when, doesn't make any sense when i
1: showed when i showed my brother Shadowgun, gun he said that would be so much better with a mouse and a keyboard and then i showed him how you play it and he's like yeah but it'd be better with a mouse and a keyboard maybe a controller like, like the ooh, Yeah.
3: i who knows all real gaming is better with a mouse and keyboard
1: hey um, i like gaming. Sure? i or like shadow gun on the tablet
3: <laughs> but i don't but, but Joe, i don't think i think only so k d e and and Ubuntu i mean in k v case i think they're trying to fight irrelevancy mm-hmm. um and in Ubuntu's case that guy just he just likes to do that that's kind of what he does with his product he's done a lot of things he started and, and failed so wherever they think so remember when they had the Ubuntu um netbook remix when netbooks are
0: popular. Yep. Yeah, I remember
3: uh it never really ran great. Um
0: I got two of I got two netbooks that are running that to this day and it, it it works perfectly and it was exactly what you needed on a on a netbook. It was a an interface with large jumbo sized icons and fewer of them. It looked more like a tablet, ironically. Um, with a large home screen, and that worked beautifully. But that, that's exactly my point. You tailor the OS, at least the skin of it anyway, to fit the interface. On, in a laptop, in, in a Netbook's case where you have such a small screen, the normal size icons are very hard to see, even under Windows XP. Even running 150% uh, icon size, they were still difficult to see and find. You went Netbook Remix? You, yeah, you can only have maybe 9 or 12 icons on any one screen, but it's a netbook. It's not a full PC. You're not gonna yeah. be doing the hundreds and hundreds of different apps with it or applications with it. You're gonna be doing, you know, email and maybe two or three other things.
3: Right. And all, right. And but, all on one home screen. Right. But that's just an example. But that's what Ubuntu does though, is they try to get their OS on stuff. I mean, because they're always they're always a tiny fraction of the total number of computer users. So they, they need to worry about I mean, what if, uh, I mean, the network market is, is dead right now, right? There's no disputing that. Um, so now they need to be prepared to move for the next thing. Uh, but I only think, it's only Microsoft, I think, who's making the billion-dollar bet to have the same interface on all their devices. And
0: and i got to tell you, I have seen two machines with Windows 8 in the field, people that have actually purchased them, one of which I had a chance to get my hands on, and... I gotta tell you, it's it's a, probably a combination of my own internal bias, which I'll fully admit, and also just the fact that I believe that every other version of, of Windows is worth upgrading to, which means seven's fine, 8's junk, 9 will be okay. Right. Um, but uh, I, 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 it wasn't that it was bad. It was just that every single thing that I've ever known about where things were in, in, in Windows had been changed. Yeah. It, And it's not that that's a bad thing, but it's just the fact that you've got so many people out there that are used to something being a certain way that then when you go and change it, it, you you get issues. Like, for instance, right now, I cannot tell you without without looking at it how you would open the control panel on Windows 8. As far as I I had to go through six or seven different screens to find it myself. Yeah, but you know
1: what? You figure it out quick.
0: Yeah, but, every, but I had to go into the same uh, control panel three times. I had to figure it out three times. Were you the kind because of the guy that went, in the, the
1: did first. you go into Windows 7 and switch to Classic View control panel, or did you keep it category?
0: No, I kept it category because really? I realized I was going to have to eventually live with that. I switched to Classic.
3: I, don't I, I, I really worry if I ever have to get my wife a new computer and I can't get Windows 7 because I'm never going to want to go through trying to explain to her where everything is. I'd, rather, I'd probably switch her to a Mac before I go to Windows Doesn't 8.
1: everybody just have their copy of Windows 7 Pro like sitting at the ready do. just in case? I still do. Yeah, i mean, got still have the
3: licenses, but you never know if... Well, whatever. I don't, I don't pirate. Uh, I'm not, I don't look down at those who do, but I'm just saying, it's so different, and so many things are different places. I think it would be easier for my wife to go to a Mac than it would be to go to Windows 8. Yeah. No, yeah, but, I, but if I you want to
0: make that kind of a jump, you might as well send her straight to Ubuntu
3: uh no because you need to use photoshop
2: and I, i'll be i'll be the first to admit about this time last year when they talked about having ubuntu on the phone and then it docks into the computer i was excited about it but then you, you think about it a little more and i sit here and, and, and right click on things and, and drag things and i just wonder how am i going to do that on the you know, four inch, five inch device. You know, successfully, successfully navigate through things that I would mm-hmm. on a desktop with a mouse. You know,
3: yeah. Uh, now, with 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 trackpads, of course, you do two finger uh, yeah. taps
2: to get. I just don't know on a tablet. It's know, an because, art form. It's definitely Shane, an art even, form. Even with my tablet, because every now and then, um, I'll be sitting over there on the couch watching something on the, on the Google TV and have to. I might have to restart the services on the Plex server. And I have the tablet right there with me and I'll log into TeamViewer. And TeamViewer is rather convenient on the tablet, but still the whole two finger gestures and all of that stuff. Every yeah, then, it I don't is, think it
3: works well on
0: glass. You know. Well that was one thing when we were evaluating um if For instance, I, I've i got that that Nook, which no one's seen or had their height of hair of for months because, well, basically it's sitting in a corner. Um, in and a I put an RDP <laughs> client on it just to see what it would be like. And i got to admit, it was convenient and it was kind of cool to be on a 7-inch handheld device and be able to RDP into my own box and my own network because I have RDP yeah. on this on this machine. Yeah. It was also entirely frustrating because the, when you get, uh, the icons for Windows, as mentioned earlier, or any other desktop OS, when you render them that small, yeah. it's almost impossible to click on them. And yes, I know you can zoom and whatnot, yeah. but the the, the thing That's is, is pain, you though. constantly zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, <laughs> zoom out, zoom in, zoom out, and, it, and then trying to right-click, which was a total pain in the butt, uh, long story made very short, the only reason why we're considering going to tablets for some of my road warriors next year uh, is that we can get things, uh, ones like the Transformer Prime, or probably the Asus Infinity uh, Transformer Infinity, whatever they call it this month, uh, where they have the where they have the mouse emulation that acts like a mouse, and when you have that, it becomes a viable alternative to a laptop when you're remoting into a de- into a Windows desktop server. Without that, without that kind of mouse emulation, it's useless.
2: All right. Oh, I agree. I just think think typing pseudo service Plex media server start. <laughs> just think doing that on a tablet. I've had to do that a couple times, and you know, like yeah, I say, it, it kept it, me from I'll, getting up.
0: I'll. Yeah,
2: it kept me from getting off the couch, which is a whole five feet away from me, but still.
0: <laughs> was it worth that five feet? At uh, some of those
2: times, it was.
0: Yeah. But most
2: of the time, no man.
0: All
1: right, let's talk about Android four point two real quick. There's a cool gallery on Computer World just showing if you guys don't want to actually install it yet or whatever, you can see the multi user accounts, which is kind of one of the big big things people were talking about in regards to it. And I guess when you're talking about using these as, you know, full computers, having user accounts is important, I suppose. Uh Shane, you were messing around with this a little bit, weren't you?
3: Yeah, um, when you add a user, um, I didn't go all the way through it because I don't really have another user set up, and it, it looks just like the first screen you get the first time you start up a new tablet, log into your Google account. Um, uh, and then on the lock screen, you get like a couple of uh, icons that represent what, what the current user is, um, much like um, the front screen of the, even Ubuntu or uh, OS OS ten.
2: Looks like OS X to me. That's the first yeah. thing I thought of.
3: Yeah, it's a little like that. Um, I think I think Linux used to have that too. Some of the versions of that you can so show them, you can see the users on the main screen. Uh, again, it's not available on the phone. I'm sure some people hack the ROM to do that. I don't think it makes sense on a phone, um, but I, I may set up an account on this for my wife just to, uh, you know, see if she'd use it or, or not or something like that. But I think it's pretty cool. I think it opens it up. Um, you definitely need the bigger sizes though, because people may have their own music and stuff on there. Um, it, it makes a point of saying that this user will have their own space on the device. Now I don't know how it determines that if it's just if if it just uh, partitions that off somehow, uh, but it also warns you when the user gets deleted that it's about to delete all their data. So. Uh, I'm gonna. Look, I think it's pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to on, on the Transformer Prime if that ever gets a 4.2 update because that's a proper, that's a device that um, that really could use multiple user codes. So
1: it's cool. And we we talked about. I mean, 4.2 came out AOSP today, and so we'll start seeing it on a lot of the ROMs, and and people with Nexus devices will start getting it. And we we pretty much covered all the cool stuff that 4.2 had on last week's episode, and I think the one before that. Uh, Time out the lock screen widgets, daydream. Uh, Yeah,
3: the lock screen widgets are a little weird, actually.
2: Yeah. I got to tell you guys, when I saw your doc had that in there that that it was um, releasing AOSP, I was a little shocked because I've been looking at source.android.com all day (laughs) trying to see when 4.2 was going to be listed up there. And there's nothing there on that blog. Is it still not up? It's still not there. I was, I'm what? in it right now. That's weird. It says source code available for 4.1. That's it. Hmm. And I've been watching that all day long. I was like, when is this thing gonna get moved? Hold. Because I'm ready for for XDA guys and CM10 guys to get me my 4.2 or my Next, you know, stuff like that. That's all I was worried about. Oh.
3: It, Matt, do you remember last week I installed all those new apps for four point two? Yeah, just the G apps, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't upgrade. You can't use the OTA update if you have all those apps installed. Are so you to, serious? Yeah, it's because it, it totally screws up everything. Because oh, I mean, that was that was a hack that we got those. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have everything. I'm glad I um, waited.
2: Now, Shane, your G next is it? Is it the um, Verizon LTE one or no? It's the international one. Okay.
3: Yeah, so I had to reflash it and re
1: redo the Clockwork. original G apps. Could you have just flashed the 4.1 G apps package in like CM or something, or in in
3: Clockwork Mod? No, I think it was. I I didn't try that. I think it was more involved than that. That would have been um, pretty
1: dirty, I bet.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I I, fl- I flash stock 4.12 over Flash Clockwork. Nice. Uh, I, lo- I ended up losing root, but I hardly ever use it anymore. And then I was able to do the upgrade, uh, and it was all smooth. It, it, it's it's really nice. Um, the lock screen widget is just not a whole lot available that you'd want on a lock screen widget. Like, I don't know who wants their email on a lock do screen. Do you notice the extra,
1: like, graphic hardware processing they, they coded in? Like, I've, I'm noticing mine if I tell it to rotate just on the home screen. Like it struggles when it goes to redraw. It just seems like it. It shouldn't be taking that much, you know. Like, is that any cleaner?
3: Um. Let's see. That doesn't happen on the.
1: Uh... I don't know. Maybe it's the M nightly or the M Stable, whatever the M is. <laughs> the, yeah, the you know, October it, there M. There is long. a
3: long, and people don't like this. They assume it's being slow, but the Galaxy Nexus is is uh it lags a little bit when it decides to finally do the rotate, I think.
1: Yeah, and it depends, I think, on the widgets that you have that it has to redraw.
3: Yeah, but I mean, it waits like a second and then does a the redraw. And the redraw for me on the, Gal- on the Nexus 7 is usually quick. Right. But it's just that it waits for a second, and I don't know if that's good or bad, right? You're like... Well, is it good that it doesn't automatically switch just in case you turn over quick?
1: Well, yeah, I was just thinking. Sometimes it is annoying when, like, you go like I t- actually turned it off on my phone because it was annoying. If because sometimes I'm I'm laying down and I hold it weird and it I don't know. Yeah,
3: and sometimes so I, don't, don't know. I don't know if that's
2: really slow or it's just. They made that choice, right? I can't right. complain on mine. It seems to be all right.
3: And then they also said that uh, the yeah, it looks good in yours, man. But you see, there's like that delay where you can... It's not that it's slow to do the rotate; it takes a while to start. I think right. that's intentional. Well, and that's yeah, on I
2: the think, Nexus. I think that's legit. Though, you know? Yeah, and
3: that's the
1: Nexus Seven is going to be a lot quicker, obviously, than the the G Nexus and whatever. I mean, watch it on the Droid X; like it's painful. <laughs>
2: No, we yeah. don't want to do that. I've done that before
1: on, on CM7. <laughs> like it's just, it's so. It's like three. Check this out. Three second yeah. delay. Yeah. Hold on. It's right. quick when
3: it does it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, don't, I, I mean, did... I took
1: everything off of here. Just you know, but is that gingerbread? Uh, it's yeah, it's si- CM7. CM7. Yeah, so I, I think
2: the Ice
3: Cream Sandwich and Beyond is is better. Because it's tablet oriented too, I think well, it's yeah. really good at doing those. Those. Uh, those uh, I wasn't
2: gonna those. put
1: that on my DX though, you know.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, oh, and then they said that maybe. Um, I don't know. Let me see where is it. Oh, that the app developers have to specifically code the advanced GPU stuff to take advantage of it. Like it has to be coded in the app. So. Hopefully, more developers will, you know, recode their apps or, or adjust them so that it, it takes advantage of this. And they said that that's mainly in the Nexus 10, the, the advanced GPU that it has. But that would be cool to see. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the 4.2 SDK is out.
2: So, How long, Sweet. How, how long is it? You think we'll see CM10 with the 4.2, unless it's already out there? I saw.
1: It. I checked this morning on my Galaxy Nexus, and there's one. I don't know if it's 4.2 though. All it says is CM10, like it's a stable or an RC or something. But I haven't installed it yet because I'm. This is like my my driver, so I don't know if I. I don't know. I'm
2: currently on eleven eleven.
1: But see, I was on CM10, the M. 90. I was on the 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 M. And the, it says the next one for me is that CM10 now. So I don't know.
3: I, I think I think you'll see next week. But I don't know. The I mean, I lock screen changes made me – I have a feeling that may me extra coding for CM10 to to support that.
2: Let me ask you guys. The whole lock screen – and I remember Hugo Barra talking about having access to, to email on a lock screen. Isn't that like a huge security risk, man? I don't want that on there. I I have my phone sitting around, and somebody sees the widget to swipe into it. Isn't
1: having some having your phone in somebody else's hand a huge security risk? Well, yeah. Anyway, true. So you're not worried about that if if
3: it's not a it's not a security problem in the sense that it's up to you to do it. Right? Like,
1: what are you getting emailed
0: nuclear codes? Well, there is a potential problem. For those I mean, of us in the in the medical in the inter- industry, we have in to. The enterprise program. world. <laughs> well, not only that, but those of us in the medical world specifically, we yeah. have the uh, we have two things: HIPAA and high yeah. That we and and H I T E C H, is an acronym uh, for another sort of protocol on security, and they're they're too different, unfortunately, but they often overlap. But basically, there's a provision in under HIPAA specifically that says accidental disclosure. So non intentional disclosure, but let's let's just say hypothetically, I've got a tablet or a phone or whatever with this uh, feature on it, and it's here in my house, which is a secure environment. Um, well, relatively secure environment. I, we don't just have the general public walking in and out of here constantly. Uh, and so I have the device lying on the on the table or something. And, um, my girlfriend walks by, I'll pick on her for the moment and takes a look at it and sees that there's a new email. And it says in the subject line of the email, uh, patient information. And it has like her mother's name in it or something.
2: She gets curious.
0: That, that's, and she gets curious if she can open it up, you know, it, it, from the home screen with no password or whatnot. That's a huge potential liability for the company and uh, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of fines potentially. Um, of course, it would have to also be discovered, which is unlikely, but possible. Um, and I don't think they that- had
1: that in mind. I think this was more geared towards the uh, the normal user, not the medical industry. Just gonna say, just taking a shot in the dark. Well, the
0: problem is that you know every I see what you're saying. Though, the out- whole
1: bring your own, let the dogs out. No, it's cool. <laughs> I see, it's the whole bring your own Food device. The
0: dogs out. Okay, it's the whole bring your
1: own device to work thing.
0: Well, no, it's not even that. It's just no. The, it, you remember Steve Gibson's famous line: "Security uh, convenience is the opposite of security." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and the first time somebody brings this out and says, "Hey, look, this is so convenient. Everyone's going to want it." And they'll be like, "Oh, this is great!" Not thinking about the security implications.
1: You want to speak <laughs> just a, a quick aside? I watched the new Bond movie last night uh, here at my house, and any good? It was. I heard the phrase "security through obscurity," and like I was like, "Whoa, I don't know." Security was the first thing I thought of when I heard that. It was weird. <laughs> it
3: was weird. Joey, I think the email widgets, though, are just example widgets because you have to code your widgets. I mean, they're all pretty useless, honestly, to, to work
0: on there. But Well, well I would people assume you have to that, code your widgets, but they don't just give birth to themselves. You put two widgets hey, You on don't know.
1: You don't know what these know. widgets do when your phone is asleep. Huh? I mean, There's yeah. what the I did camera, there? The all
3: camera right. widget is automatically set up.
1: Okay, before we do app picks and you let those dogs out, I want to talk about this Samsung Galaxy camera one more time. Did you guys we we mentioned it a while ago, I think. And then we also mentioned the the Nokia PureView or whatever, the 41 megapixel. And then there was also the
0: hounds of the Baskervilles <laughs> <laughs> at Sherlock just, Holmes just over there.
1: ignore it, but your cat is like going completely crazy. All right. Um <laughs> Who cares? It's it's a it's a Samsung Galaxy camera and it's five hundred dollars. Who cares? All right. What? Uh at Pix. Let's do At Pix. Actually first, do you want to talk about the Motorola strap on? Check this thing <laughs> out.
0: You oh, gotta see this.
1: Imagine a computer that isn't a rectangular box like the PC on your desk or the smartphone in your pocket, nor is it driven by a touch screen, nor a mouse, nor a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> you wear it on your head, you strap it on and then you interact with it through voice commands and it looks like a really uncomfortable uh I don't even know what it looks like It doesn't look like well, Google Glass that's for sure.
0: Have you seen those guys that i I think one of them went to MIT that had the strap on a uh, strappable <laughs> computer is that um, guy that
1: films everything right he films himself doing everything or whatever that guy is that who you're talking um, about? I
0: don't remember that part, but he used to use it as an augmented reality thing. Oh um, no, this
1: is something else. I
0: MIT, and I think they call themselves the Cyborgs. Hmm. Um,
1: this is the HC1 headset. Features Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity.
0: Here we go. <laughs> um,
1: Let's see. Would you strap that on and just like go to a party or, or hang out or whatever? It's got a screen, a little screen, located in the front for your face. You need to look down to see it. It's got this other little thing. It looks like like a flashlight, but I guess it's a, uh, a camera. Uh, and you talk to it. I cannot wait till people are just bumping into each other wearing this and glass and yeah. Every, yeah. every other wearable computing device that you can think of.
0: All right, here's a an article from 1998 on CNN. Yes, this is how old this is. Nice. Um, and this is a guy, let me see here, at MIT, uh, name of Thad Starner. Mm. Um, his computer monitor is part of his glasses, Well, the keyboard and uh, computer are appendages hanging by his side. It says it has every book I've read for my classwork for the past five years, every classroom discussion, every problem set, he says. Instead, uh, it means instead of sitting there writing my thesis, I'm out in a park somewhere working on my writing there. In fact, the monitor embedded in prescription eyeglasses is the latest in cyborg wear. And this was on um, Scientific American Frontiers. They did a special on him, Hmm. uh, or at least one or two of these guys. And the thing is, is this was stuff that in 1998, you got to remember, this is pre-Wi-Fi. You know, when laptops didn't just wander around everywhere and have ubiquitous connectivity. Yeah, you actually left the house without a computer attached to
1: yourself.
0: Well, n- not Imagine only did you leave it. It without it the... uh, attached to yourself, but, I mean, smartphones hadn't hit yet. Cell phones were relatively new. Yeah. Um you know ubiquitous connectivity wasn't even a catchphrase it was it was completely and totally outside the realm of anyone's oh, yeah, i had
1: a sprint pcs phone that didn't work in denver where i lived i had to actually drive to like get a signal it was terrible
0: oh that's Ugh. useful. <laughs> right uh, all right Jesus.
1: uh yeah let's do at pics i'll i'll put a link to this you can see what it looks like if you guys want uh, at com. it's pretty goofy looking I think I would just as soon go outside without a device attached to my face like that. But who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, all right, app picks. Ant, give me an app pick, would you please? I
2: went with uh, Movember Mobile. And <laughs> most, I keep most-
1: seeing this in your Google Plus stream. Tell us, if, if people are not familiar with Movember, what that is, please. Or just crash. I mean, that's cool, too. Hello? I'm (laughs) back. That was probably the worst glitch lag I've ever seen in my life. And
2: explain what Movember is, please. Okay, Movember is a charity that is out to raise awareness for testicular cancer research and prostate cancer research.
1: It's cancer for your balls and your butthole, in case you were wondering. That
2: would be correct, gotcha. and I've participated. Eloquently put,
0: Matt. Yes,
2: I've I've participated in this um, event for a couple of years now, and basically it is where you shave your face, um, clean shaven, on the first day of November, and for that month of November, you only grow in your mustache, no beards, no goatees, nothing like that, it's just strictly mustache, and. you Basically, it's a conversation piece to say, hey, why is your mustache growing out? Whatever. Well, hey, I'm doing this to help raise money. Here go to my page to donate. The Movember mobile app allows you to do this mobile, of course, instead of having to pimp your um, site through the web page. And if you're interested, my team is called Team Follically Challenged. So (laughs) go to to Movember, um, movember movember.com and look up Team Follically Challenge. Throw me a buck, throw me five bucks, whatever. Just make a donation. This is for a good cause. I take this very seriously. Um, I'm sure most of us have had people that's been affected by this, and cancer sucks ass, and uh, I want to do what I can, and I appreciate them having a mobile app like that. It makes it a little easy for me.
0: Yeah, at the risk of sounding sarcastic and mockery, this has actually been going around at work, and it's it's a very, very serious thing, and and we all – being, a, as we are, tend to be a bunch of male geeks lying around watching uh, podcasts about Android phones, we do need to take our health seriously. Uh, cancer is more than just breast cancer. It does affect everyone across demographics and across ages. Uh, now, and Joey, across sexes.
1: When, when you say it's going around your office, do you mean it's on a helicopter going around? I, I just heard the helicopter. All right. Uh, Joey, give me an app <laughs> pick. Please. Yeah, I'm just going to like,
0: <laughs> hit you now. Just give All me that right. pick. This is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Shoot Bubble Deluxe. And there is a screenshot. Uh, sort of. It says, it says, hurry, hurry. It says, hurry, hurry. Because I'm not finished with this. All right. This is a game that I can best describe as sort of like the reverse of Tetris combined with an element of Bejeweled. Whoa. Which sounds kind of strange. The oh, arcade whoa. version, basically you have Do down you remember at the Meteos? bottom of the screen a little gun thing that fires different colored, like, uh, look like little gumdrops almost. And the idea is that you hit other gumdrops of the same color from the one that you have to fire. And when you get three in an area, they detach and fall off the screen. When the screen is cleared, you're one. Uh, in the puzzle mode, you get different patterns of dots of color, like this one here, which is two chains together in one mode. And the catch is that is you have to be able to hit all of these different colors from that bottom screen. There's only one point. So you have to bounce them off walls, and you have to get in there and whatnot. It's actually quite challenging. Um, it's a fun one, and I've been playing it here for couple hours and it's not straight, but uh, it it is uh, quite fun and it's surprising how much it reminds me of Tetris in that you have to get the certain spot into the certain spot and whatnot. Um, Oh, and one other quick note. For those that made fun of my app pick, I think it was three weeks ago uh, which was Hill Climb. It's in the top ten, son! Yeah, (laughs) it's in the top ten. I think it's actually the top six. number uh, two Ooh, it's number why? two why because i can pick them y'all <laughs> who would have Reds guessed? represent who, culture
1: who would have guessed just the come from behind kid now we have two reasons to call him that all right shane give us an app pick
3: <laughs> i don't know yeah. what the other one is
1: shane give us an app pick
3: i, I don't have a, a, a specific app pick but um Anybody with 4.2 uh, really ought to check out Photosphere and practice using Photosphere. Um, we talked a little bit last week, Matt, and I made—I think I said I wasn't sure if it was working well because it was on, uh, you know, unsupported phone and all that. But I was able to get a little bit better in in, in doing the the 3D rendering and all that. There and is an
1: art to it, is there not? Like you, you need it, to know what you're doing with it to really get it to work well.
3: Yeah, it, take, it takes a little bit of practice uh, to keep consistent. And so I did a couple of them of my living room last week. And uh, normally these things that I show to my wife on the phone, she's like, I don't care, whatever, who cares? <coughs> when she saw the photosphere, she was like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty cool. And um, so I'm actually going to do a photosphere for practically each room in my house. Uh, I send it off to my family who's never visited here and probably uh, I wouldn't invite anyway. Um So they can feel like they're walking around my
0: house
3: uh, doing photosphere. But um, it's only
0: if you never wanted to invite them over, why are you going to send them pictures so
3: that they can feel
2: like they've been there? You know, this is as close as you're going to get. Damn it! That's
1: right. See this? You'll never have it.
0: Yeah. The idea Uh, is that I should do something like that because my mother, who's petrified of dogs, will not come over here. Yeah. There you Uh, go.
3: Uh, but anyway, it's pretty cool. It's it's technically part of the gallery camera app, so I don't know what app you want to call it, so that's why I don't really have a specific app pick. Um, but uh, it's really cool, and, um, and I only wish I had a little better camera to go with the Photosphere to do some really cool stuff. And
0: like we to the Nexus 4. Like we mentioned, you can import pictures from another device?
3: Uh, no, it doesn't do that.
0: It, it, it's all internal. It's, it's all, it has its own it it
3: tells you where to go and keeps tracks keeps track of everything and you got you to gotta get the hang of it
1: but like we mentioned last episode that would be really cool for a phone or for a camera that's running android if you had like a really nice camera like maybe that that Samsung Galaxy camera or whatever or the pure view like, that would be a cool feature to have with with a really nice camera. Or imagine if you had a camera, that you had, like, a nice lens on it that you could really do a photosphere that you could, like, zoom in. You know, that, that there's a lot of cool potential there.
3: Yeah. Uh, but it's, anyway, I did get to play with it this morning on an actual 4.2. It does work better when you're running the actual proper operating system. Um, right.
1: I would <laughs> hope. Yeah, yeah it's a shocker, really right? <laughs> it's like I'm on, I'm on, I'm on honeycomb here. I don't know why this isn't working. Oh, Android! Newsflash,
0: folks: things work better when they are on the proper operating system. That's right. Mm. Oh, and by the way, something I learned today uh, in uh, my full-time job: uh, printers, irregardless of age, hold on, or did you just say Irregardless. Irregardless, whatever, uh, always work better when they're turned on. Yes, and plugged in. Make sure you.
1: It's a, it's a make sure you plug them in. All right, I got. I I couldn't think of anything, <clears throat> and I've seen this app floating around uh, for for a while, and it's called Dun Dun. dun, 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 dun. Oh no! Dun dun, dun 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 Dun. It's Jaws the Revenge. Now, what's interesting? If you remember to uh oh just hear the hear the audio and just look at that shark. Oh, you missed it. Um if you remember my last week's app pick was Throttlecopter. You actually play this game much like Throttlecopter. You hold down just start the god da- yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> thank you. Okay.
2: 7 second delay.
1: Oh, really? Yes! Yeah, okay, here we go. Here's, yes, okay, we're gonna tap shark. Hold down, and he goes down, and let go, and he jumps, and he can do that, and... I mean, is that just awesome? You eat stuff?
2: Is that Sea World?
1: Yes, no, it's... <laughs> it's the ocean. But I'm eating seagulls, and people, and fish.
3: You, so, get to, you do get to eat people?
0: Yes, did you, yes. Well, of course, you realize the biggest problem with that uh, app, though, Matt, is all of the ads and notification spam <laughs> I'm going to get.
1: Yes, I am fully aware of.
0: No, no. no what? No, the biggest problem is that you're going to get numerous people that are going to ask you, "Hey, do you need a bigger phone?" No. What? No, I'll play it on the tablet. What are you talking about? Oh, I- come on! That line, "Hey, we're going to need a bigger boat." Oh, that. <laughs> uh, uh. What?
1: Oh, I just completely slaughtered that poor lady.
0: And my joke.
1: And your joke. (laughs) I think I just ate a pterodactyl. Okay. Anyway. If you
2: get people, I'm sold right there.
0: Is it right? That's what I'm saying. Jaws the revenge. Avoid
1: eating
3: the animals and just focus on the people? You probably this could. This is
0: the same guy that obviously has a complaint department uh take a number hand grenade on his desk. Yes, this
2: is true. I do. I bet Dude, he does. I, I do. It's on my desk and it's posted on the wall next to the cable drops.
1: That's amazing. That is amazing. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it. Another fantastic episode of Tag of the Androids. Tagoftheandroids of of course. That's our site. Check it out. Show notes, articles, links to all that good stuff. You can watch reruns of the Hangouts if you want to see what we look like while we do these shows. If you only listen in audio, you're like, I wonder what that kid looks like. He's black. Kid. He's black. He look
0: like Brad Pitt, only (laughs) younger with glasses. Yeah. (laughs) If if. I was, was going to
1: say like five different things. Damn you, brain! All right. Thank you guys for listening. Ant Pruitt on a new domain.net. Check his stuff out. And me. Thank and, you. And we'll, Thank you. we'll see you for Yats tomorrow. Yet another tech show, of course. And Joey Kelly and Shane Brady. And uh, hey, didn't uh, Ant turn one on 11 like two days 11, ago? 11, 11, 11. sure this. did. A whole year we've been uh, doing this. And our show, too. Almost a year.
3: Yeah. It's episode 60, so you should be past a year. Did we miss the year? Mm -hmm. I
1: think we did. November, September 2011. Huh. Well, look at that. (laughs) Happy year. 60 episodes. You know we love it. Attackoftheandroids.com. All
0: right, by two whole
1: months. Fantastic. Email show (laughs) at (laughs) attackoftheandroids.com and maybe we'll say hi. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. It's Attack of the Androids. It's Attack of the Androids. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attackoftheandroids.com.